You're listening to Sibling Talk, commentary from a progressive point of view. Now here are your hosts, John Paulette and Mary Jo Tumer. Hello, I'm John Paulette. And I'm Mary Jo Tumer. Mary Georgia, Georgia, <laughs> the whole night through, just thinking about Georgia. You know, I really wondered after the other three indictments had come through if the Georgia, the Fulton County uh, indictment would seem anticlimactic. And I don't think it is at all. It feels really big. And from the point of view of Mr. Trump, it feels really dangerous. What do you think about it? I think that's all true. Um, But as importantly, I think there's no chance that there's an actual trial in Georgia until after the election. Really? Why? I think it's um, it's such a big endeavor because she has, what, 19, uh, the prosecutor indicted 19 people. And just from my experience, um, cases um, before it once filed in court are made for delay. And there's a lot of ways to delay trials if you're so inclined to do that. And and I and I think Bonnie Willis may have known that. So, you know, contra- contrast to what Jack Smith did, you know, where they say that that case was built for speed. And he, I think he believes that it should be tried before the election so the American people can make a decision on Donald Trump. Whereas Fonnie Wills filed the case for accountability. Those are two very different, and prosecutors have a lot of discretion and indict for all kinds of reasons. So, and and I, I think both are fine. I don't think one is better than the other. So that's just my take on that. Um, and assuming Trump doesn't win, which I think most people know that he won't, and also it's Georgia, so there can't be any pardons. What difference does it make if that whole thing is held after 2024 election? Is, for example, the winter of 2025. What difference does it make? Because it's still an accounting for the... Um, for the conduct. I, but, did you hear that? That she's, she's got a RICO case going against these rappers and they've been working on seating a jury since December. No kidding. Yeah. And it's a big, you know, kind of thing, um, you know, similar to, you know, the Trump case, meaning there are bunches and bunches of different, it's a RICO case and there are bunches of defendants. So that's just, you know, she knows what she's doing, right? I think so. And I I mean, I think, can't be inside her head, that what she decided to do is, I'm going to do a big sprawling case. I'm going to do it under racketeering and c- corruption. Uh, I'm going to prosecute this as if it's an organized crime mob. And my long-term goal is to record all of this for history. I'm not trying to affect anything this year. In which case, I don't think she, I think I agree with you. I don't think she's bothered about it being in 2025 or or right. anything uh, like that. And it, you know, it'll be interesting. My guess is even assuming 
I do with you that he's lost the election. Uh, we're into the next year. He's out of that. And let's even assume he's already been convicted of something else, of one of the federal charges. I think, given the nature of that kind of RICO case and the nature of Don Trump, Donald Trump, he will continue to suck the atmosphere out, even in 2025. He, uh, will, he will, but he ultimately will settle that Georgia case. That's what the other thing think? that I think will happen is whatever happens. See, I don't think he'll ever go to trial. This is just me. His history is he goes right up to it, and then he settles on the courthouse steps. That is what he always does. So I know those have been civil cases. He's never faced criminal charges before. But, you know, at some point, somebody is going to get to that guy and say, you are risking going to jail. And he can't go to jail. One, he's a germaphobe. Yeah. <laughs> and he's a control freak. So I, I'm interested to see um, how much religion he gets after he turns himself in for processing which he's going to do on Thursday in Georgia, when he's treated like any common criminal, fingerprints, mug shots, and spends, you know, 90 minutes. I guess uh, e Eastman just finished doing his. He was 90 minutes. So I'm sure he, it's, he wasn't treated the same way as a common street criminal. And white-collar criminals generally are not anyway. But... Um, after Trump is gets that close to what it feels like to be a common criminal. I don't think he's ready to take a plea yet, particularly John, if he starts to realize, because Trump is not dumb. And if he starts to realize that his chances of winning the election are, I mean, I'm talking about the general election are zero. They're zero. He, he may get the nomination, but he cannot be Biden. I really believe that. Um, don't you? Well, I do. And I would throw into that. I think uh, the January 6th case does occur before the election. Yeah, I think I Jack that. Smith will keep pushing that. The judge is clearly of a mind. And we're going to find out this week when they will set at least a preliminary uh, date. And this is just making supposition. Assume for a minute that he does get convicted on one or more of those charges. And also, I can imagine coming out of that, that the government works with him on what the penalty could right. be. I mean, I I'm kind of persuaded by some of the problems uh, attached to Secret Service protection. I get the others of these. And so possibly it's a home arrest, possibly it's fines, maybe it's a it's a whole lot of things. But but he he's felt like, wait a minute, I've lost this thing in the federal court on very similar charges to what Georgia's going to be. And I can go and try and fight it in Georgia, but I'm no longer dealing with somebody who's gonna be kind of easy or flexible on what the penalty could be. And I'm not even talking about a federal prison now. I'm talking about Fulton County or a Georgia state state prison. And they have shown a willingness to try to be tough on that. I think that's the moment 
that Donald Trump sit, sits down and tells his lawyers, figure it out, guys. Yeah. Take a no. plea. I mean, I think there are a lot of uh, twists and turns and curveballs and whatever other descriptor you want to use to come over the next 18 months or a year, two years, however long it's going to take to kind of work Donald Trump out of the system, the, the criminal justice system, the political system, and even the psyche of the American people. You know, I mean, it's not just like... He's gone. And I mean, short of him passing away, which, you know, he is old. And um, I mean, he's not and as old. Not, not exactly slender. And not in good health. No. And so, you know, there's always is that possibility that he eats one burger too many and poof, it's yeah. done. And, that, and the guy, that, we got, even that, though he doesn't say it out loud, the man must be under incredible stress. He simply has to be. Unbelievable. I mean, I was thinking about these guys showing up, whether it's Eastman or, you know, Rudy Giuliani, who we should talk about him in a minute too. But any one of them having to show up at a, in a criminal and, and, you know, present themselves to be booked, I, I can't even imagine what that feels like. And this will be the fourth time that Trump has had to do that. And the other thing is the arraignment will be in live court. We'll be watching him. It won't be that picture of him sitting there. You know, he sits with his hands between his legs, kind of, you know, yeah. like clumped over a little bit. And that practice skull. Exactly. And the whole country will see that while the procedure Something that we actually are familiar with from Law and Order. Do you know what bum, I mean? Bum, 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 bum. I sent yeah. you that TikTok thing that Susie sent me, right? Yeah. Which is like Law and Order Trump trials. But, you know, to me, I think how humiliating. Yep. As the lawyers are very officious and the bailiff and the judge and the papers and everything. And you're just sitting there knowing that you know, you're the, you're the reason you're here and it's not a good day. It's not celebrating you. No, it's not. And I am really thinking about the code defendants. And in particular, I heard this just uh, within the last couple hours, uh, a woman, a young woman by the name of Jenna Ellis. Oh yeah. And Jenna Ellis, I think was like an assistant County prosecutor. So, you know, a medium kind of thing, but this woman has worked hard for a long time. She went through law school. She gets into that. And then things seem to be really popping because she's like Rudy's go-to lawyer. Uh, and she's always... She was on the uh, team. Yeah, she was on the team. And I tell you, I'm, I'm not saying this lightly. Being on the president's team is heady stuff. Oh, you know, we got to sure. feel good. And now... Not only does she have to go through all that processing you just talked about, her bail or bond, I guess, is $75,000. And she has said out loud, I don't have that. I don't. You know, right. I'm assuming they have to post like a percentage of it. Wouldn't you guess? These are cash, cash bonds. So my understanding is they've got to come up with the cash or or. You know, your parents yeah. put your house up for yeah, or pledge property or something. Yeah, like that. exactly. And so, 
you know, I mean, for most people, that would be very hard. Well, to I think both of us can think of times in our life where if you said, oh, okay, come up with 75 grand by this afternoon, or we'll put you in jail. I'll say, don't pick up the soap. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it's just a really, it's one of those things you watch and you think, I really don't know what's going to happen. And I think no one knows. So we said we'd talk about Rudy Giuliani. That is a dude who um, can't, doesn't have any money left, right? He's out of money. Trump has refused to pay his legal bills. He's millions and millions of dollars in debt. And um, he's afraid that he will not be able to post bail because he has not said when he's going to turn himself in. And I think one of the reasons he hasn't is because he's not sure he can post a bail. And you know what so happens he, to someone who does? Phone, yeah, he's making phone calls to a lot of people. Exactly, because otherwise he sits in jail until that trial. Because wow. that's Which, where their, their other gang guys are. They're not out on $200,000 bond. And and I do think it was interesting that Trump had the highest, and then there were other restrictions on him, like he can't... Um, truth or retruth or you yeah. know anything about jurors um and he'll violate that i yeah, think ab absolutely well listen i want to throw one more thing into the the cutting a deal or you know uh, going taking a plea eventually assume we get to november 2024 trump has lost the general election i don't think the fundraising he is doing now to pay his legal bills works anymore. How do you go out to the public and say, you need to send me 25 bucks or 30 bucks? At that point, you have to just say, send me 25 bucks because I need it for my legal fees. I know I told you I was a billionaire, but you know, you need to send that. Doesn't that that faucet dry up? I think because otherwise you're because you, you don't have the mechanism of a pack. And unless he says, well, I'm going to try to run again in 2028, um, and which he obviously could do, especially if Biden wins again. He'll be like, so Biden is president and he's older than me. But otherwise, it's you just to go fund me. And I'm, I'm sure there are some people who would be willing to do that. But I think you do lose um, some cohort of people. And I would been wondering, I know we're running out of time, but whether the Republican Party is tired of having their money sucked from them by all the money that's going into Trump's legal fees. I've been wondering about that. I haven't heard any reporting on that. Um, but that's money that should be going into campaigns. But I think most Republicans have resigned themselves to the fact that if he gets the nomination, it will be a bloodbath for them in 2024. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I wonder with a few of the kind of, well, the declared presidential candidates now, and even some like Glenn Youngkin, who are not really in the maze, Chris Sununu, you might put in that, if uh, the thought is, I'm going to get myself known now, show myself as a serious contender, second or third play, place guy, try and stay a little bit clean from all of Trump's crap 
and then I run in 2028. I think you're right, you know, because DeSantis is so damaged, he's he's done, he's out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he but should, should never have jumped in this time. Ego Nope. And he is young enough. He was probably in good shape for 2028. Right. But he won Florida so big, he just couldn't. I know. Resist it. He couldn't resist. All right. We live in interesting times. Yeah, we do. Georgia, Georgia. <laughs> Bye. Sibling Talk is a JMP production. Theme song by David Paulette.